In today's episode, I will tell you about four different ways, four unique ways you can use to create a checklist in SharePoint and Microsoft 365. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 137 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to talk about checklists, uh, quite a common requirement uh, these days. Uh, I hear this requirement all the time from my clients and loyal uh, followers. Uh, let me first uh, tell you what I mean by the checklist. It's not really a task list or a schedule. Uh, it's uh, more of a repeatable kind of checklist that you uh, might want to implement, let's say, uh, for different you know business processes within your organization. So, for example, let's say you are onboarding new employees and you have some sort of you know checklist you want everyone uh, to uh, you know stick to and complete for each and every employee. Uh, so, obviously. Uh, in this particular case, you will need some sort of, you know, checklist. Uh, essentially, a list of uh, tasks, if you will, uh, not really again a schedule with subtasks or anything like that, but more of a repeatable list of tasks that you want to replicate over and over again. Now, to be upfront, uh, there is really no kind of checklist application or checklist functionality available within SharePoint and Microsoft 365. So. Uh, there are all these different options that you can make work, but again, you know, SharePoint or you know none of the other applications they they're not really dedicated, uh, you know, checklist uh, applications. We are just making the existing functionality work in our favor. So I will go ahead and list uh, a few options for you, and for each one, I will tell you about uh, you know pros and cons and. Uh, limitations. Now, in the show notes, I will also include a blog post that I wrote back in 2018, essentially five years ago. And that blog post is titled Five Ways to Create a List. Uh, the Obviously, the subject, the title of this episode is Four Ways. And the reason for that is because one of the options that I list in that uh, old article of mine is really no longer relevant. I actually referenced the a task list web part uh, that we used to have in classic SharePoint. We actually still have it uh, on modern sites as well, but it is really a classic uh, you know, web part and just should not be used. So I'm going to drop that particular option. So let me proceed with option number one. Uh, and the first option to create a checklist uh, in SharePoint would be to utilize the custom list. So list uh, application uh, is obviously functionality we have. Um, the lists reside in uh, you know, SharePoint, but we now have uh, all those lists uh, kind of aggregated together through the Microsoft list application. By the way, if you want to learn about this application, feel free to listen to episode number 75. But the idea here is that uh, you would be creating essentially a checklist using the custom list functionality, right? So you will have essentially rows and columns of information. And uh, again, you know, just because uh, the list is not really a checklist, right? Uh, and you probably with a checklist, you want this sense of completion, right? Let's say you complete a particular 
uh, you know, item, particular task, if you will, you want to complete it. So uh, there are a few ways to do it on the list. You could uh, create a status column, you know, open or closed. Uh, you could obviously create a column with a yes or no checkbox. Uh, so you can kind of make it work uh, with, uh, you know, what's available out of the box. Now, using custom list for checklist would be the perfect option uh, if it was not for one thing. It's not easy to replicate uh, a list with information in SharePoint. So obviously with checklist, right, you want to have some sort of, you know, template all the time, not just with columns of information, the metadata, but also with rows, with the actual checklist items, uh, with the actual tasks. And while it's very easy to copy the list, all right, across sites even, uh, we do have this functionality. We already had it for a few years. Unfortunately, it's not possible to copy the content. Uh, uh, I mean, the rows, the actual tasks. So you would need to pretty much manually copy and paste them from one list to another. And this, unfortunately, uh, in my opinion, obviously creates a, a kind of a major inconvenience. The second option that we have available uh, in terms of uh, checklists, I guess, or something similar to checklists, would be to utilize Microsoft Planner functionality. Planner, of course, is a task management tool that we have. It's a lightweight task management application that we have uh, as part of Microsoft 365. Planner is tied to Microsoft 365 groups, so when you create a group, um, essentially, Microsoft 365 group, you can, of course, uh, have a team site and uh, a Microsoft team and Outlook calendar and another application you can connect to the Microsoft 365 group is uh, Plan and Planner. So uh, the idea here is that you would be creating a plan for, uh, you know, for your checklist. Uh, and the beauty about, uh, I guess, a planner application is that you have all these different views, right? You have the board view, you, ha you can have a grid view, you can even have a calendar view. Uh, so uh, that's really awesome. Uh, and another great thing about a planner is that you can easily replicate planner with tasks. So what that means for us is that if you use planner uh, for, uh, you know, your checklist uh, and you uh, pretty much need to replicate it, then you would, uh, you know, pretty much I need to copy the plan along with, um, you know, the tasks. You can even specify what you want to uh, essentially what you want to uh, copy, due dates and assignments, uh, maybe, you know, your tasks at the minimum. But long story short, uh, we don't have uh, the same limitation as we do with lists, uh, where copying uh, the actual content across was an issue with Planner, that's not a problem. However, we do have a slight problem with Planner, and that is the fact that it is tied to a Microsoft 365 group, which is something I mentioned earlier. So what that means is that uh, let's say you try to create all these different checklists as part of your HR onboarding process. And of course, for every employee, you would create a new plan. Uh, the problem is that uh, all these plans uh, that you create, they would be tied to the same Microsoft 365 group. So what that means is that uh, as an employee, for example, I will be able to see somebody else's plan. Uh, the obviously uh, the the way to uh, kind of mitigate this uh, to resolve this would be to create uh, separate plans. When you copy a plan, 
you have an option of either keeping it in the inside of the existing Microsoft 365 group or uh, creating a new group. Uh, so that would be the, the idea here. The problem with that is that when you create a new group, right, you just end up with a bunch of other junk that you might not necessarily need, right? You get a group, you get a calendar, you get a, another SharePoint site. So it just might not be a pretty uh, solution uh, for this. But in terms of the ability to copy plans and in terms of all these different views available, uh, planner uh, is probably another um, option you should consider. Option number three that you can use, and this is just for your information. I honestly don't think uh, this is the option you're going to utilize uh, most of the time. Uh, but if you do use planner, uh, planner by itself inside of every task, there is actually this checklist functionality that's available. So what that means is that let's say you have a task in planner, you can have uh, you can actually create a checklist uh, of subtasks, and uh, that's what it's called. Ironically, it's called uh, you know essentially a checklist. You can create all those different uh, you know checklists. So in other words, if you have one big task on you know planner and maybe a task consists of you know ten little you know quick steps, you can create a checklist. And uh, it actually ironically does look like and walk like a checklist that has a you know checkbox next to it, which you can uh, mark as completed. Uh, and um, yeah, that's just another option for you to consider. In, in all honesty, I don't think you will be utilizing it for any kind of formal you know, checklist, because those checklists are meant uh, to be more like, again, subtasks uh, on a plan. Uh, but again, still wanted to uh, mention this option because it's available. And finally, fourth uh, and final option that is available, um, you can utilize OneNote. And the reason for that is because OneNote application has uh, the to-do list uh, kind of functionality built inside. And when you uh, when you add it to your you know a page uh, to your sections to your page within OneNote, you end up uh, with essentially like a quick to-do list. Uh, think of it as a, again almost like a checklist. Then you can mark you know the tasks completed. Again, I don't think you will be utilizing this particular option. I wanted to mention that because it's available. Maybe in some instances it will make sense. Uh, but, you know, uh, again, this is probably not an option you will seriously consider. Uh, so in summary, I mean, these are all, you know, the options that we have uh, available, uh, the four options that I just listed for you. Uh, in all honesty, I think number one and two are probably the primary options that you would consider. Uh, I do like, I do like the list functionality. Hopefully in the future, Microsoft will allow us to uh, not just create a copy of the list, but also create, a, a, you know, essentially be able to copy the actual content quite easily. So you don't need to manually copy and paste. And this way, I think uh, using the list for checklist will be the perfect solution. All right. So that's all I wanted to share in this particular episode. Hopefully you learned something new. As always, happy to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.